Hello, welcome back to This Revolutionary Life. I am Jen. And I am Ken. And we are the wife and husband team from Detroit, Michigan, little facility known as The Holistic Revolution. The little facility with a big heart. We do have a big heart. <laughs> yes. We also have a big ego sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're off and running. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to another week. Thanks for joining us thanks for tuning in if you are if you are new thanks for checking us out if you're returning thanks for coming back yes and i want to also for the record uh state that it took exactly because i'm looking at the timer right now it took exactly 28 seconds for you to zing me uh <laughs> you're the, welcome for the first time in this episode so i appreciate that and it's all in good fun it's another beautiful day here in michigan for anybody who uh needs a weather update Yes, yeah, 70 and sunny. Yeah, it's really nice out again. Another good Wednesday. Okay, cool. Now that we got all that out of the way. I must be all hopped up because I got a really good night's sleep. <laughs> yes, what a segue. <laughs> Unbelievable. You are on your game today. I appreciate it very, very much. And today, you are right. We are going to talk about sleep. The second and would you say most important, most what do you think? I would say that of the restorative factors, it is the most important. Uh, most I would important. say I would okay. say I would say sleep is as we're going to talk about it's where everything starts to fall apart for most people. Yeah. So to preface, last week we talked core values, how to get your uh, your compass, your core compass in line so that you know which path you need to be walking on. The second of our four horsemen, the the four four keys, there are four, I don't know, whatever. Our the four, four the, the four pillars. Pillars, okay. Yes. The four pillars in our uh, in our facility. Core values, number two, sleep. So today let's talk sleep. Okay, so don't put me to sleep. In my, <laughs> that might be hard to do. Um, in this in this area, okay, you look at America today, 2020, and minus the current situation with the pandemic and COVID-19 and all this, strip that away for a split second. This was already garbage before that happened, okay? For many, many years, we have dealt with individuals uh, and we have through reading research and whatnot come to find out that yeah you know chronic fatigue uh how many times have you talked to somebody and they say i just i'm just tired all the time yeah um, it's the number one reason people go to the go, doctor go to the doctor yep that i'm just it. tired i don't understand i'm just tired yeah, all you're the just, time you're just tired all the time okay so sleep is so huge because like i said earlier it's where everything starts to fall apart for most people so like we spoke, maybe, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but kind of the the slow uh, boat of doom goes, get tired, get tired long enough, get sick, sick long enough, ill, ill long enough, disease, disease long enough, dead. So it all starts with tired and getting a good night's sleep is the best 
insurance policy to uh, health, wellness, and vitality. Uh, even more so than diet. I know that sometimes, you know, when you're talking to people, like, obviously diet, and we're going to talk about diet next week, but diet is up there too, obviously. That's a big one. They're kind of like... Um, well, I think one, it depends on who you talk to because some people are going to say it's water. Some people are going to say it's your diet. Some people are going to say it's sleep. Some people are going to say it's none of that. It's your spiritual practices or your mental practices, your self-care yeah, so if you so if you look at it from if you look at it from a state of trying to achieve balance, you'd say there's three things that take energy. That's breathing, thinking, and moving. We're gonna get to moving is the last part. We're gonna get to that two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's three things that give you energy. It's sleep, water, and food. Okay, so those restorative principles, as long as they're in balance with, it's kind of like going to the store. As long as you have enough money in your account, you know you can't go to Target. With ten dollars in your account and try and buy something that's thirty bucks, it, Ooh, it doesn't. Been there, tried it. It, <laughs> it doesn't work, right? It's the same thing here, except with our bodies, they start to give off signs that hey, things are not going in the right direction, and a lot of times because of the distractions, see uh, core values podcast, we ignore them or just put them on the back burner, and then it leads to serious health consequences down down the line. So, and the other thing too that a lot of people, a lot of people forget is that. Um, the first two major components of restoration are essentially free. Like I know we pay, we have a water bill and all that. Like right, okay. But like at our facility, we don't charge anyone for water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like it's free. Like water for most people is not in water in the United States is not viewed. I mean, there's plenty of places to get water for free. Okay, sleep is free. So the two things that can kind of right your ship or keep you healthy if you already are don't cost anything and it's only when you mess them up are you penalized by having to pay right for you know for all these all these things so uh, that you're going to experience down the line so it's kind of it's kind of a interest like inversely interesting in that in that way that and I think that's why a lot of people when they first come to us they get not confused, but they're kind of put off because we're giving them essentially tips that are on paper easy. It's easy to say, well, just drink more water. That's easy. Now, we know it's not that simple in real life, but, you know, just drink more water. Just go to bed earlier. Okay, sounds simple enough. Is it simple to do? Sometimes it's not, but those tips being free and them being very simple in today's, you know, uh, yeah, it can't. It can't be it that can't, easy. It can't be that easy. Everything has to be extremely, extremely complicated in order for it to work. We have that kind of love affair with the lab coat and love affair with technology, to where uh, if if it is not extremely complicated, then people look at you and go, "What? Well, that that can't possibly work." Yeah, and no, it does. So yeah, it really does. I mean, think about all the times that you have gotten a really good you know, deep sleep throughout the night. You've slept maybe eight hours straight. You didn't have to get up in the middle of the night and it was just a solid eight hours as opposed to broken up night of sleep or you had to get up a bunch of times or you tossed and turned all night or you just just couldn't turn your brain off and just could not get to sleep. 
you know, until 4 a.m. and then your alarm goes off at 5 and now it, you know, you're screwed all day. And I mean, think of, think of the differences in just how you feel in those two instances. I mean, it goes without saying the night of sleep, the solid eight hours, you feel like a million bucks the whole next day. Your body feels good. Your mind is sharp. You know, your attitude is probably better. You're ready to perform. And and those are things that everybody across the board, I will I will go out on a limb and say everybody, 100% can attest to having a good night's sleep and how they feel and having a crappy night's sleep and how they feel and can honestly unequivocally say a good night's sleep makes them feel better. I would agree. And that's, I mean, that's proof right there that what we're saying, sleep, you need, you know, eight hours, six to eight hours. I mean, you might even say eight to 10 hours of good, solid sleep. Sure. The, 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 the research shows unequivocally that as little as a hundred years ago, people were sleeping anywhere from 10 to 12 hours a night. Okay. Fast Flash forward to, flash, flash forward to today, we see constantly. Oh, four hours. Four hours, five, five hours. Hour, yes, four and five hours. It's nowhere near enough. And then how are these symptoms, what, what's going to start to happen? Because we'll talk about what's going to start to happen and then we'll talk about kind of. Uh, Maybe some good ways of how it, to get. Yes, how it works okay. and then some tips on how you can do it. So like. What's going to start to happen? Okay, you alluded to it just a few minutes ago. The brain fog. Yep. This goes part and parcel with Americans' love affair with stimulants. So now, okay, I'm going to chinch on sleep. And then because I'm going to use the safety net, supposedly, of coffee and energy drinks and... Well, what came first? The love affair with coffee and, and caffeine and energy drinks or the love affair with just less sleep? Oh, the love. Which the, came first? Oh, well, the 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 thinking that you can less sleep less means sleep. you 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 need the caffeine. Sure, yeah. But then you become so addicted to it that I need the caffeine, therefore I don't need as much sleep. Yeah, right. So, that, so the issue with the caffeine and the stimulants is it's a pretty it's a pretty brutal cycle. And here in America, again, this should come as no surprise. Sixty percent of the population is overweight. Forty some percent of them are morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. You know. Blood pressure, cholesterol pills out the wazoo, blah, blah, blah. It's just country totally pill-headed out of their mind. So that should come as no surprise because what happens when you get tired? Okay, you reach for the caffeine. Okay, the caffeine wears off. What do you reach for? You reach for the sugar. The yeah. sugar wears off. You reach for the caffeine. So it's this yin, yin and yang cycle all day long of caffeine, sugar, caffeine, sugar, caffeine. So blood sugar's all over the place. Mm -hmm. You're storing everything as fat. You're frazzling out your adrenals and your kidneys. Most people are, de sure. most people are dehydrated. So it's, it starts off. So, but it, but to your point, it all started off with being tired. So if you just eliminated that piece, yeah. you'd solve a whole, this is like what we talk about with foundational issues. If you just solve this foundational issue, yeah. All of these other things would go away. Your your coffee and your energy drinks and your sugar and your midday snack and your midday Starbucks run and 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 all the things 
you know, your cold brew in the afternoon and your hot coffee in the morning. And don't get me wrong, I, 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 I love a cup of coffee. But if you need it all day or you become so addicted to it, which, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Caffeine is a very, very addictive chemical. Super easy to become dependent on it. But if you, if you need these things... It's not any better than I need a drink, you know, I need a beer, I need a smoke, I need a pill, I need, right? You're Because now you're dependent on this chemical substance for something, whatever, whatever the high is you're looking for. Maybe your high is energy. It's a vicious circle because you're taking, you're drinking coffee because you're tired and the coffee wakes you up. But then, or the caffeine wakes you up, but then in turn, the caffeine also wakes you up to the point where now you can't fall asleep. So now there's mm, less sleep. Okay. So now there's, and I'm going to talk about this here in a second. And so now there's less sleep. And so now there's more reliance on caffeine, less sleep, more reliance on caffeine. It's yeah, just bing, absolutely. bing, bing, back and forth. And right? let's not forget that energy drinks, whether you buy sugar free or not, are full of chemicals, they're full of additives. If it's not sugar-free, it's full of sugar, right? Ca caffeinated drinks, pop, yeah, they're, soda, they're, not they're all full of sugar. Co coffee, I have rarely seen people just drink a couple black coffee. It's usually copious amounts of sugar or creamer or both or, you know, these flavored syrups you see and all the different chocolate. Pump, give me four pumps of this and ten pumps of that. It's, it's just adding insult to injury yeah so let's diverge off of the sleep thing and talk about this caffeine thing real real one more real quick thing the reason why this is such an issue is two reasons number one it's very dehydrating to the body mm -hmm. so the old adage is for every cup of coffee you drink it takes two cups of water yeah if you go to an old school diner they'll bring you a cup of coffee and a glass of water so yes yeah, so it's very it's very very dehydrating which then runs you into other problems which we're not going to get into in this podcast we'll talk about maybe during the diet thing next week uh and then number two the half-life of caffeine is about four hours mm -hmm. so i mean you have much more uh experience with coffee than i do okay so like what's your average cup of coffee have you know you go to starbucks right now what's an average cup of coffee have caffeine wise oh i, I have 250 no 300 that would that be probably okay. probably 250 milligrams of caffeine okay. per probably what eight ounces okay depending so on make, how it's made i mean there there's so many variables now okay so let's make it let's make the math easy and say 300 okay normally the books say 125 milli, 125 to 150 milligrams is the amount of caffeine that it takes to that you can get dependent upon it okay okay so we're already at 301 drink Okay, so let's just assume, and this is a wide assumption that most... And we're talking an eight ounce cup. I mean, most mugs, you you know, you brought up Target. You go to Target and buy a coffee mug. It's, oh, they're giant. It's at least 12 ounces. Yes, okay. So let's just say, let's just say it's 300, okay? And they're, okay. Drink, and they're drinking one, which we know is nonsense. Okay. Most people have more than that. And if you only have one... Or your one, one is a double yeah, we're or whatever, not, you know, yeah. And okay. if you only have one, we're not ripping on you. We're not calling you a liar. But, okay, so let's say one's 300. Okay. Yes. Four hours. Half-life. Okay, so you drink your coffee, you're on your way to work, you're doing the 9 to 5 thing, 
Okay, so you drink, you have your morning ritual, you drink your coffee on the way to work, you drink your coffee at, uh, or maybe right when you get to the office, it's 9 a.m. So at 9 a.m., 300 milligrams caffeine. Four hours later, one o'clock in the afternoon, 150 milligrams caffeine. Five o'clock at night, 75 milligrams caffeine. Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock at night, 35 and a, what is that, 35 and a half, whatever. Yeah, seven, still half coursing through okay. your veins. And now that's not, that's not, in, crazy insane but now when you talk about okay because I didn't eat a breakfast I just grabbed a bear claw out of the vending machine <laughs> and then I went to lunch at uh you know Jimmy John's and had a pop and had a pop and then Which I went and then I got so my blood sugar's all over the place and then so now at three o'clock in the afternoon what do I reach for I reach for that coffee again okay well there's another 300 milligrams so yeah. now not only did you have the 75 milligrams coursing through your veins at four o'clock from the first cup of coffee, now you just added 300 in. So now by the time at 10 o'clock rolls around, it's time to go to bed, you could have anywhere from 75 to 150 milligrams of caffeine coursing through your bloodstream. Or more, depending. Or more, and then people wonder why Yeah. they can't I sleep. Can't, I can't go to bed that early, are you crazy? So that's why we always say, if you are gonna drink a coffee, make sure you drink your coffee no later than three o'clock. Or, or or for some people and if you're super sensitive no later than noon sure yeah you know so that's coffee and make sure that if you're drinking coffee you're you're doubling your amount of water yeah to the first point sure but okay let's get off of this because mm -hmm. this is a nutrition topic yeah, we'll talk about it next week um we can talk about it next week we can go into a myriad of you know, coffee talk or caffeine talk or anything. If anybody's interested, let us know specifically. We can make a full, full episodes on specifics. <laughs> coffee if you talk want. with Ken and Jen. Yeah, <laughs> coffee talk. <laughs> okay, let's circle back. Let's go back to sleep. We're on. We're on number two of our four pillars. Yes. So we talked about right just previous in that coffee, caffeine explanation about how. People get roped into what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, being exhausted or reaching for stimulants? Okay, so that, that's that's a huge problem in and of itself. So we're saying you come in, I just can't sleep, okay? First thing we need to look at is maybe your caffeine intake. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. secondly. Second thing we need to look at is what actual, what actual time are you trying to go to bed? Because a lot of people, and this, this is a... A whole nother thing with your central nervous system but a lot of people in the United States of America are tired when they should be awake and they're awake when they should be tired so yeah. they have a circadian rhythm issue so that goes back to when people jump all over our ass about well can you say to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night to 6 but and then here comes a laundry list of excuses and stories about how that's just not possible yeah and what they're not understanding is that the issue lies in rhythms. The whole entire universe is garnered, is ruled by rhythms. Sun and moon. You're a woman. You have a cycle. You have a, a monthly rhythm. Guys have rhythms. Everything is rhythms. Yeah, okay? Guys got monthly rhythms yeah, too. They, they, yes, they, yes, they absolutely do. Okay, so when you when you start to go to bed later and later and you wake up earlier and earlier or later and later okay you start to set forth a pattern and you're throwing off the natural 
rhythms that you were sure. designed to operate on, okay? So like if this was the 1500s, you would simply, there's no alarm clock. So you would go to bed when it got dark, because yeah. last time I checked, humans can't see in the dark, okay? And then you would wake up when the sun came up, okay? And this, and we'll, we're going to talk about light here in in a few minutes. But you'd go to you'd wake up when the sun came up. Sure. Okay. So. I mean, not to mention you'd all you also have a days just worth of work to do well, that you got to get to. But that's another great example of rhythm because in the winter time. It gets darker earlier and it stays darker later. There's not that much work to do because it's winter. Winter time is a cultivating time. Mm -hmm. You go into the summer, it gets it stays lighter longer and it gets lighter earlier. Why? Because there's more work to do. You're manifesting what you cultivated. Yes. So again, rhythm. Yes. The, I have news for everyone. The universe and the planet is smarter than you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any little stupid gadget you come up with and this and that and the other. No. Mother Nature is smarter, okay? It's already been figured out, okay? All you have to do is just listen. So when you start to go to bed later and later and wake up later and later or earlier and earlier, you throw off these natural rhythms, okay? That presents a problem because now you're going to experience... your you're invariably going to reach for the caffeine and sugar mm -hmm. because you're going to invariably get put into situations where it's like, oh my God, it's only three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm roasted. Or the even better one, oh my God, it's nine in the morning and I just woke up. Why am I so tired? Yeah. Okay. So you have that thing of, you have that thing with sleep of, okay, is this an hours issue? Like, I'm a teenager and I go to bed at 2 in the morning and I wake up at 6 for school. Is this some stupid crap like that? Is this an hours issue? Or is this an issue of not quantity but quality? Is it 8 hours but it's a shitty 8 hours? You see what I'm saying? Like, which 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 uh, funnel would someone fall into? And they're both equally populated because through television, through media, through nonstop communication devices and things like that people are staying up later and later and later uh, and and then conversely also working more mm -hmm. so they're working earlier and earlier and earlier which to is to pay for said devices yes yeah which is silly but throws off the rhythms sure okay so the old adage is every just some simple I guess maybe now now that we have that you're gonna experience you're gonna get tired you're gonna get brain fog your joints are gonna start to hurt if you do move, you're going to start to experience, I can't recover in between workouts, the thought of working out, the thought of physical activity, the thought of energy expenditure, period, makes me go, oh, I got to go again. Yeah, I got to I I go to the do gym. It. Oh, God. I got to. You know? So, like that, so if you are having an issue with energy expenditure, then maybe it's time to... That would be like me coming to you and saying, hey, you know what? Something's going to cost what you deem a lot of money. You'd instantly probably go, ugh, if you didn't have it. If you had it, you might go, oh, okay. But if you didn't, you'd go, oh, God. Same thing here. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go for a run. Hey, let's go on a hike. Hey, let's go kayaking. Hey, let's go train them biceps. What? <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah, bro. You're, you're going to go, oh, geez, oh, Pete, man, I just don't want to do it. Or, or... Man, I can't concentrate. I can't focus. All those... That's your body telling you, like, you're trying to cash checks, energy checks, 
that you don't have. You're running in the red. You need to slow down. You need to take a look at take a look at the factors. And the longer and longer and longer you do that, the more and more and more problems are going to build up till you just have a systems crash. Till you're forced. Yeah. To sit down and what's that for? Well, and I would be willing to bet a lot of people out there, you know, listening, maybe have had that already happen to them. How many times have you busted ass all week? You feel exhausted all week, right? Saturday comes around and you don't get out. You don't get off the couch. You're just like, I just need a day. Yeah, which we'll talk. I mean that that right there is a hundred percent what you're talking about. The fizzle out. I just need to lay here and rest and not think because. I don't have the energy to even put forth yes. a thought. So, I'm put a pin in that because we're going to talk about like the whole catching up thing and its non-existence in the universe here in a minute. And then when we get to the movement podcast, we will talk about in training uh, volume and intensity because people get that confused, and that's one way that can lead to just, just wrecking your body. You got to mm-hmm. understand the relationship between volume and intensity. That was very a very very good point. And I think, I think that by getting a handle on these things and going back to core values, you're gonna all you're gonna always come back to core values because the core values are going to dictate to you. Okay, I have a core value of paying my bills, so maybe that core value of paying my bills is really super important to me. So then, yeah, we discussed. Yeah, so then therefore, I'm gonna say, well, that leads me to work a job that. Maybe it's a swing shift, or maybe it's the worst shift of all in the history of the universe, midnights. The easiest way to mess yourself up, midnights, okay? If that's the case, then how can I make it the best? Core values would say, well, how can I make this the best? I can can just make as little mistakes as I can. Everybody has to do what they have to do. Maybe maybe you just, you can't get around it. You have to. I can't, Ken, I cannot get to bed by 10 o'clock at night. I'm just going into work. Okay. Then there, we... there's always there's absolutely people out there who aren't going to fit in the cookie cutter of yes. Go to bed, wake up, go to work. And then here's the hard part. Here's where the heart, the rubber meets the road. It's just like we always say, our relationship with clients works great until we present them with something they don't want to do. Okay. So that works great, and then you would keep hammering down and working and refining the values and the values and the values and the values till you got to a point where you would have a decision presented to you about okay do I continue to work this way because eventually you will come if you if you ride this road as all the way down and get to like the last couple exits on the freeway mm-hmm. you will ride it to the point where you will come to a decision and you will say I can't work and I can't work this anymore I can't do it anymore it will become very very clear to you and it will become presented to you and you will have two choices either a I do this and that goes this way and there's things that go with it or I go this way and there's things that go with that okay so the whole entire like you just don't understand I work minute I had a guy one time in a lecture I gave he, he was like I have a friend of mine which was like code for he's asking a question about himself but mm-hmm. he doesn't want to admit it and he was like you know, my friend works midnights and he does this and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he was experiencing some tremendous health challenges. And uh, and he said, what's the easiest way to get, like, back to health? And I said, quit working midnights. Yeah. That's the answer. And the guy, of course, got pissed off. 
Because it was like, that's not possible. No, it is possible. Everything is possible depending on your your goal, again, your core values, what your ultimate you know, goal is and what you are willing to do to get that goal. If your ultimate goal is health, then you need to then take it, a serious look at the things that are sucking your health yes, away from and you. And it might require you, this is what we, this is again, it might require you to change jobs. It might require you to get out of a relationship. It might require you to. Yeah. I mean, these are hardcore things. This isn't just some friends. It this might, isn't just drink less coffee and some water and go to bed and you're good to go. I mean, these are definitely more. It's not easy more in-depth yeah. things that need to be addressed and and either cultivated or changed to get you to where you you want to be depending on where that road is for you yeah so okay so we talked about we talked about the issues of sleep I'm tired all the time I'm reaching for the coffee uh, I can't get through a simple workout um, I dread waking up in the morning so on and so forth yeah, right so okay. okay can I have curtailed my caffeine addiction i'm drinking more water i uh you know my favorite television show hit the season finale so now i don't have to stay up super late i am ready to rock and roll how can i get the best sleep possible okay very good question it's a multi-step it's a multi-stage process okay so you can talk about let's talk about the environment first okay okay so Numero uno. The environment. Where I sleep. Where you sleep. Okay, so. The bedroom is for two things. Okay? And uh, you can use your imagination on what those two things are. Okay? Sleep is one of them. Sleep is one of them. And I can tell you right now, watching TV is not the other one. So, number one, get the room as dark as possible. Number two. C number one, eliminate all outside sources of light. Okay. Okay. Why? Because your body interprets light as the sun. Well, Ken, it's dark out and my blinds are closed. What what other kind of light is there? Okay. Well, you got cell phone lights, you got television lights, you got alarm clock lights, you got uh electric things going on. You got lamps, you got night lights, you got computers and laptops and TVs. Yes, get all of those out of your room or as far away, or if you say, Ken, you know, hey, I got to have an alarm clock. Okay, get the alarm clock as far away from you as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so because your body interprets the artificial light as like the sun. So that way when the light hits you. This is why people who have TVs in the room can't fall asleep because it's a, when you, when your body interprets light, it's a cortisol response. Cortisol is a stress hormone, but it's also an awakening hormone. It's what gets you up in the morning. So if you look at the, if you look at someone's like circadian rhythm chart, cortisol is high first thing in the morning and it's Mm -hmm. low at night. Okay. Well, and to go on a small tangent, all of these things, these electromagnetic devices are also sending out signals and impulses that is affecting your body. We can get into that at a later date, but that is also an issue. Yeah, so you're so tangent. So you're getting a cortisol response and you're getting an you're getting an awakening burst all the time. Okay, so So shut the freaking lights off. Get the TVs and all that other baloney out of your room. Okay? 
Number two, let's talk, or number, and this will be number three then. Number three, temperature. It can't be too hot and it can't be too cold. It's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah. Or if you don't like Goldilocks right. and the Three Bears, then go uh, Confucius, the middle way. It's got to be in the middle. It can't be too hot. It can't be too cold. So find out what that temperature is. Normally, for most people, that's going to be between 68 and 72 degrees. Okay? Mm-hmm. Number three, um, we talked about light. We talked about the temperature. Um, individual things, your bed, okay? Do, what kind of bed do you need? Are you sleeping on, you know, not... Is it big enough? Is it big Are enough? you comfortable? Yeah. Do you need a new pillow? Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with, like... Maybe you need to wash your sheets so yeah. they feel fresh and clean and maybe, you know, it it's an inviting atmosphere. Yeah. So, those are probably your top three easiest things to fix. Because when we meet with someone, we're going to start off... You start. You don't start off with the most complicated stuff. You start with the easiest stuff. So, okay, is your room dark? Is it the right temperature? Right? You know, that kind of thing. Are you getting, are you getting electronic devices away from you? Okay, that's you. That's usually going to go a really, really, really long way. Sure. Okay. So then, now that we have the environmental thing taken care of, now we look at the physiological thing, because from a physiological perspective, the reason we say ten to six is the best period of sleep is because that's the best. That's the time that runs with the natural rhythm. Okay, with your natural rhythms. So the old adage is: for every hour before midnight, it's worth two after. This is why you take people who go to bed at 1 in the morning and wake up at 8 or 9, that would be 8 hours, and they're always more tired and they don't perform as well as people who go to bed at 10 and wake up at 6. Okay. But they say, hey, wait a second, but I slept. I got... I got 8 I, hours I too. I slept later. Yeah, but it's a different kind of 8 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you have, you have physiological repair going on and you have, like, nervous system repair going on. Okay. This is why people who shortchange the front four hours they can't they can't physiologically repair they're tired all the time the muscles are sore they complain of all these things people who shortchange the back four hours they're frazzled they're wired they're they're all the all the time that you know flip out over the smallest stuff yeah. that's a nervous system issue so the time period not just the overall time, but the time period is important. And this is also why, to your thing from earlier, there is no such thing as catching up on sleep. Yeah. There is no such thing as li- living to sleep on the weekend. It, your body doesn't... It, it's not an internal, like, bank account. It doesn't work yeah. like that. You can't <laughs> store up sleep. Yeah. And all you really usually do is mess yourself up uh, in the long run. And if you wanted to, and if any of uh, any of you out there are into uh, not getting old and decrepit or putting that off as far as you could, one of the easiest ways to age yourself is to wake up at all different times. Yeah. If you get on a sleep schedule and it's the good and it's the right sleep schedule for you and you're doing your thing and you're waking up consistently every day at the same time, that is one of the easiest ways to maintain a high level of vitality and stave off the aging process. We're going to talk more about aging next week when we get to the nutrition part because there's a ton of stuff that we do that just sprints us towards death. Uh, (laughs) 
but this sleep thing is is that's part of it too. Okay, you, if you're if you're all over the place, I go to bed one night at ten o'clock, and then the next night it's one in the morning, and then I'm up at four, and then I sleep until ten because I'm roasted, and then this you're all over the place. Yeah. Ter terrible for you. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So physiologically speaking, you're big on this. What's the nighttime ritual? And so we talk about core values like overarching goals and dreams, but then you have individual core values around sleep. Yeah, so I, like I do love a good routine. So like, you know, our routine is I mean, no I mean we we have to get up early in the morning, but like our routine is we're usually in bed by like nine, maybe a little bit after, or we're starting the process around we're, that we're time. We're definitely starting the process at night. Yeah. So like what does that look like? Okay, well that looks like you're starting to lower the lights in your house. Mm -hmm. You're start so if you got it if you if you find yourself really roasted out by artificial light, this is where like candles and stuff come in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or dimmer, get a dimmer switch. Or dimmer, great point. So physiologically, okay, I'm starting to wind down. I ate dinner at the appropriate time. Okay. Because I'm not going to bed. That's another thing. I'm not going to bed too full. I'm not going to bed too hungry because I can mess you up too. Um, I'm engaging in some sort of wind down practice. What does that look like? Could it be journaling? Absolutely. Could it be meditating? Fantastic. Could it be... Uh, Maybe it's reading a book. Could it be reading a book or like what you do, knit? I, I absolutely like the fiber art. So I like to either knit or crochet or... Um, I do have a spinning wheel. I like to spin. Something that doesn't take a lot of... Something that's very brain. meditative. Yeah, it doesn't For take a... me, it's very meditative. It's very... Um, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I can zone out on. I don't have to think real hard about. I'm sitting when I do it. I don't need a ton of light. I don't need anything else around me. Those are things that I particularly like at the end of the night. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of brain energy. I don't I don't sit in front I don't sit in front of a TV. I don't have a radio going. I don't have iPads going, you know, with podcasts or videos or movies or whatever. I usually just sit. You know, that's and that's interesting because so so it's something that is relaxing to you. Mhm. Mm and you don't have to put a lot of a lot of stuff into and, right and that's but I get a lot back but you get a lot yes so you're you're priming your body to want you're into winding down and again this is where we get into problems as an as an American society because the human doing thing it's rip and run all day and then just basically just drop like almost pass out right uh, at the end of the night not pass out like oh it's everything's rushed so establish your time if you're having issues going to bed at the appropriate time and you find yourself staying up later and later, well then you need to back up your ritual. Just like everyone has a morning ritual in the morning, okay, they get up, they go to the bathroom, they get in the shower, they pour the coffee, they do it's a ritual. Mm -hmm. Call it what you want, it's a ritual. Yes, okay? it is. So you need to look at the core values that surround your sleep rituals. Okay? So turn that TV off, dim those lights, get into something that is more meditative or or as what we would say involves no mind okay so i'm gonna read a book okay I, i'm gonna read a i'm gonna read a simple book i'm not gonna read a political book that's gonna piss me off 
I'm not gonna read. Yeah, we're not reading anything real, real heavy. It, yeah. We're not reading a textbook. Yeah, we're not. We're not trying easy. to. Yeah, we're not trying to. You know, solve equations and stuff. We we are like we're reading, you know, fiction. Fiction is fun. Or we're reading. Um, I I don't even know. I mean fiction is usually my go-to maybe you're reading maybe you're just reading something enjoyable on a hobby that you have and you particularly like sure yeah i'll give you a good example of that real quick i had a lady this was maybe 10 years ago and she was encountering a, a ton of issues related to this roasted all the time couldn't train you know couldn't remember stuff just to sleep it was terrible couldn't sleep for more than a couple hours at a time and so we went through all of the steps the room, the lights, the bed, you know, the temperature, what are you eating before you go to bed? What are you, you know, what are you, uh, everything that's going on. And then finally, after working through about eight or 10 things, mm -hmm. just one day I just looked at her and I said, you know, can I ask you a question? She said, yeah. And I said, what, like, what do you watch before you go to bed? Like, what do you do? What do you do? She's like, oh, I watch TV. And I was like, okay, well, what do you watch? And it was always some, and it was something like, you know, some, you know, crime show with people getting their heads ripped off or whatever, oh, you know, geez. something, something crazy, like horror, okay, this yeah. kind of thing, no, CSI, CSI crap like that. Yeah. Some people are super into that. I get and it. I said to her, okay, well, you know, do me a favor. Why don't you take a week where you like, don't watch any of that stuff. And instead of watching any of that stuff, why don't you, cause I'm really big on gratitude why don't you bust out a journal and write down things that you're, you know, I, I showed her how to start a gratitude journal and she came back after the week and was like, I've never slept better. Yeah. It's life changing. Like ever, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't believe it. And, and cause I didn't believe that for the longest time. Like, Oh, what do you I'll want tell you what TV a gratitude journal before you go to bed is a phenomenal oh, way. Like, what do you want? But you, what do you watching before you go to bed? Like that would have an impact. Oh, that's woo woo. No, I've seen tons and tons and tons yeah, no, of people. No, it absolutely does because it stays in that in your, you know, your deep like subconscious level mind. You know, so doing something positive like a gratitude journal, that's a fantastic way to go to sleep and get yourself prepared for not only good deep solid sleep, but it's going to help you in the long run because now you're focusing your attention on things that you're grateful for and things that you you know, you have and that are positive and spending all this time meditating or journaling on positive things as opposed to what I'm missing out on or, you know, why me's or, mm -hmm. you know, this just isn't right or that's not right or this needs to change or that needs to change. You know, it, it makes such a difference on that subconscious level you're flipping you're flipping your brain over into an area where a lot of people get woken up in the middle of the night because their brain they can't shut their brain off mm -hmm. and it's and as americans their heart especially now is a great a great time to think about this they're hardwired to worry yeah so when you come in on a positive level and you write down all the things that you have going positively for you like oh I don't know getting out of bed in the morning like yeah. being alive like right like that's yeah. first new, and numero uno right like yeah. starting like on that kind of a level like you know I'm alive I have I mean you could you could you could get 
very, very, very detailed. You switch the track over in your brain from one of, oh my God, like that fight or flight nervous system response. And it's always interesting that mm -hmm. the worry warts and the people who have issues, they always seem to wake up if they are going to bed in that, let's say 10, 10 to midnight, they always seem to wake up when the change goes from physiological to nervous system repair. Okay. They're so like at three o'clock? Yeah, three or four in the yeah, morning. They okay. all, I cannot tell you how many, what time do you wake? I always wake up in the middle of the night and then I can't fall back asleep. Let me guess, three in the morning? Yeah, how'd you, how'd you know that? Yeah. Well, it's just, because your brain is kicking on and it's like kick on to what can I worry about? That's a good point. What can I keep myself up and then just wring my hands over? Oh my gosh. Whatever it could be. Okay. So by ending your night and then consequently beginning your day with something, and it doesn't have to be a gratitude. It could be anything. Okay. It could be any journaling about anything. Just mm -hmm. getting, getting at night, getting out of you per se, what happened to you during the day. Yep. And then waking up in the morning and going, okay, yeah, I'm awake. And here's what I got today. And approaching things from a positive perspective can do wonders for you. Yeah, and we're not saying, Metaphysically. you know, don't worry about anything ever, ever again. Or, you know. <laughs> no, we're not saying you that. You know, you might, have, you might have problems in your life or things happening in your life that are weighing on you. But, you know, to an example from way back, my dad always used to tell me, you know, things are, it's like holding sand, right? If you try and squeeze the hell out of sand, it's just going to like run through your fingers. You can't hold on to it, right? Or if you just try and like kind of hold it, you got it and you need it and it's there and it's whatever. But my point being, when you when you have these problems and you're clutching them and you won't let go and you won't you won't give it space to manifest into what it needs to be or what it what it can be and you're just holding on to these things whether they're in your mind or they're in your heart or they're in your stomach or and you're just like worry 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 and that's all you think about all day and it's all you think about at night well you're squeezing the hell out of it I mean, does that make sense or am I... Am no, it does make sense. It does make sense. That And that and that's a good segue to kind of put a bow on this one is to say, okay, you, you have... Like, if you're experiencing these issues, if we're talking right now and you're going, man, that does sound like me. I am... I do flip out at the drop of a hat and you know what? Yeah, I, I am tired all the time and I, I'm starting to recuse myself from activities because I'm just too tired. I'd rather just lay on my couch. Mm -hmm. You know, all the girls are going out kayaking and I don't want to go because I just, the thought of moving off of this couch is just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like if that does sound like you, then establishing, you know, core value. Do you want to be tired all the time? No, it doesn't sound cool. Okay, I want to... Then what do you want? Okay, well, I want to have energy. Well, what does energy look like to you? It looks like this. Okay, okay then sleep comes in to say, okay, if I want to have high level of vitality and I want to go and I want to work out twice a week and I want to go hang out with my friends on the weekends and have fun and I want to engage and I'd really like to start taking up knitting, okay? Like we talked about last week, the reason why change processes fail... 
is because people simply run out of energy. Mm -hmm. So that's why the first thing in a, I want to use an easy American example, I want to lose weight example, the first thing you must do is you must cultivate massive amounts of energy to use during the change process. You're not going to go into it going, well, I'm going to start off training, you know, I'm going to go to one of these maniac gyms around here and I'm going to start training six days a week and it's going to be twice a day and I'm going to, you know, only eat 900 calories a day. You'll run out, you're going to run out of energy in three weeks and yeah. then you'll quit. And you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. So the first thing you do, and that's why sleep and nutrition are ahead of movement is because they're the first most important things that are going to make sure you're able to move. So if you have a core value around being healthy and well and vital and you're looking at sleep right now and you're saying, man, these guys are talking to me and it's sounding like, you know what, you, I, I do stay up and watch, uh, you know, the Daily Show or I watch one of these guys on CNN scare everyone half to death all day long or I do blah, blah, blah. Okay, I need to cut that out. Okay, so now you're starting to establish values around sleep. Yeah, every... every change or every thing that you're trying to do starts at step one. Step one is deciding what you want to do. What's your, what's your path? What's your, what's your core values? Step two isn't going immediately into movement six days a week, two a days. Step two is looking at your sleep. Okay. Can I, can I have the energy to do this? Can I recover? Can I start at step one? Because how many people have you known that have, and it doesn't need to, we always use exercise as an easy, super easy example that a lot of people can relate to, but how about one from the working world? Accepting a promotion. I got a promotion. It's going to require what? Less work? <laughs> Never. It's always more right. work. Oh, I went from, you know, uh, I went for, or, or even using a movement example, if you think, okay, running, I run a 5k, I want to run a 10k. You think it's going to require less work to run a 10k or more work? More work. Mm -hmm. If you think you're going to, you want you bench press one, a hundred pounds now and you want to bench press 300, how do you get there? More work. So the work is always going to be constant or it's always going to be more. And then if you work your way up the ladder in your court, in your, in your job, there's more and more responsibility. What's that translate to? More and more energy needed. So you cannot escape these principles. It's it's not a thing where it's like, well, I'm just going to, yeah, yeah, I hear them. But you know what? Whatever, I'm young and I'm this and that. No, you will pay. Yeah, sleep, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. favorite yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Or no, nah, I'm good. It's the second favorite yeah. saying. Yeah, But you you're not going to be able to escape them. So by taking a look and going, okay, yeah, I, I do have some major issues here. You know what? I'm being completely honest with myself and being vulnerable for a minute. You know, Ken's right. I, I am drinking like four or five cups of coffee a day. You know, I am drinking no water. You know what? Yeah, my eyes are bagged out and my skin is dry and my hair does look or like yeah, shit. Or yeah, I do, I do go you to know. bed at 10, but I lay in bed perusing, you know, Instagram for three hours. So I might be in bed at 10, but I'm not falling asleep until one. One. Yeah. So if those, if those things are running counterintuitive to your stated goal of health, wellness, and vitality, or running a marathon or losing hundred pounds or 
uh, finishing a degree or whatever, then the stated goal gives you the compass to direct yourself into, yeah, I need to start going to bed at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I need to start And that's more. why that, that step is step it's, one in the process. Yes. You need to have steadfast compass so that as all these other steps start coming into play, it your compass will always keep you on the right path. Right, it'll make it'll almost it'll almost make the decisions for you because if you're exactly. in, because because if you're in tune enough with your goal, you're like, well, you know what? It's really important. Like for me, you know, I and trust me, I've had I've been I used to get made fun of and dogged out incessantly by my buddies and by people and still to this day by bagged out 40 and 50 year olds not understanding why I don't want to go to the bar and hang out till 2 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and it's like well because I know that's not going to work why because I put a high core value on A being happy and B helping people and I know that I can't help people to the degree that I am comfortable with within myself and that I need to if I go out and stay out till whenever does that mean that I never do that no but it's not it's not a part of my weekly or daily routine 99% of the time right so but that's my core values coming in and directing me yeah I don't do that yeah I don't I, I don't go out to the bar and stay out till 2 o'clock in the morning because why because I know what's gonna like we talked about last week I know what's gonna happen if I do right and that's not something that I want to do so it's eliminated and the stronger and more connected you are to those things, the easier the decisions are and the... Yeah, because now you're not missing out. Yes, because that... And that's the thing that because makes it... Because it's not something you want to do. Like, I'm not... I'm not jealous of people that get to go skydiving every weekend and I feel like I'm missing out because I don't want to do it. So, so, yeah. so I don't care. You go ahead. Go have fun. You do you. Go as much as you want to do. But I'm not jealous because... I don't want to. Yes, and that's why you have to work on those. And that's why you have to work on those very, very, very strenuously in the beginning. Because when you're new to the process, that's when the heat's going to come. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to get tested like, constantly. Like, like and, you know, and I'm not saying anything. I don't drink, okay? I'm not saying like, oh, I don't drink and I'm better than you. I don't care what anybody else does. Right. It's just not, I just don't do it. And I'll tell you, it took me a good year of every time going out with my Nimrod pals of going, nope. No, 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 no. And staying steadfast on the no to where finally they got it through their head. Like, okay, just don't ask this guy. Like, you just don't ask him. Because if you, go, you can go ahead and ask him, he's going to tell you no. Right. Right? So that's what makes, that's another reason. Well, what consistency makes, is always going to win. So what, if you know what you want to do and you have a goal in mind and you stay consistent within that decision for that goal, you're going to reach your goal. It's when you try and choose a goal, but then you're over here, you're over there, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you're not staying on your straight path to your goal. You're either not going to reach that goal at all, or it's going to take you 10 times as long. And a lot of misery and heartache. Yeah. So you have, so that's the, that's the, that's the big picture. To circle it back to sleep is that's when you that's when you are going to 
you're going to fail in the long runs because like we said the change process requires energy and challenges normally don't come to you when you're full of energy and ready to rock and roll right. they come to you <laughs> when you're beaten down they come to you when you're tired the, the process of wearing down the words of wearing you down so getting clear on that and getting the restorative superpower of sleep behind you to where you can tackle the day you can confront challenges you've got a clear mind you're able to move properly I have seen sleep in our personal practice I'd put sleep against I would put sleep against medical drugs I'd put sleep against parasite and herb stuff I would put sleep against damn near anything as in its ability to heal people from their challenges. That's how well, again, that's how human, highly I think the human body's pretty freaking smart. So if you just let it work the way it's designed to work, yes. It, it it'll it seems to take care of yeah, things. It'll hook you up. So, to summarize, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed at the right time. If you're experiencing challenges right now, and you work a shift job, or you work in afternoons, you work at midnights, maybe it's time to examine if that shift's the right shift for you, or how can I do what I'm currently doing, but make it, continue to do it, but make it the best, and then eventually down the road, get to a point where you won't be able to progress any farther, and you'll have to make a bigger decision. Right. Okay, keep the room dark, keep it at the right temperature, not too hot, too cold, get rid of the electronic devices, okay? Make sure that you're not eating too late, yeah, or set, too, set yourself up for success. Or too early. Um, and then what are you doing in your sleep ritual before you're going to bed? Are you watching a bunch of violent bullshit? Are you listening to some idiot on CNN? Are you what, what are you doing? Are you getting scared half to death? Or are you being calm? Are you engaging in practices that are going to make what you're about to do even better? Mm -hmm. So, it, And then remembering how that all goes into your stated core values or, or your overarching goal or dream. And again, let's not forget, this is step two. So it's going to be difficult, but it's a necessary step in the process. So without this step, we can't even, we can't even talk about diet and nutrition and water and, you know, supplements maybe or anything. We're not even going to go there until we talk about step two, which is sleep. Yep. So now that we have our core values underway from last week, hopefully everybody took some time to get those squared away. This week, let's work on getting those, uh, you know, getting the sleep numbers up. Let's work on getting the quality up. Let's work on getting that bedroom set up for success. And uh, I think, and then we can move on to water, yep. nutrition. Yep, we move on to... Step number three in the process, restorative tip number two, nutrition, meaning food and water. This is huge. We're going to try and keep it under an hour. This is a big, big, big topic. But next week, we're talking all things nutrition. Okay. On that note, everybody, get to bed. Get some, <laughs> get some good sleep. Because we got a big week ahead of us here of uh, goal setting and achieving. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening. If you stuck with us this long, you 
have some pretty good endurance. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.